This is our interview with Katie and Link James from Twin Peaks, first aired on October 16th, 2019. For copyright reasons, we had to cut out some of the music. You're listening to 88.1 FM, WLTL LaGrange, and right now we have the pleasure of having Cadian from Twin Peaks on the line. We're going to be asking him some questions over the next hour and playing some music off their latest album, Look Out Low. We're here with the whole music department. I'm Andy Danbury. I'm Maura Sommerfeld. And I'm Charlotte Wolf. So, Cadian, to start off, I just want to say congrats on the new album. It's a big favorite here at WLTL. Our DJs can't get enough of it. Thank you for playing us, man. I really appreciate you guys covering the band and supporting us. Do you think that you pulled like different elements from the other albums, or do you find this is like a totally new project for you? I think that uh, if you're going to compare Sunken to the rest of the records, there's like a, there's small threads that I, I can still see like melodically for sure, like. Um, Parts of Sunken 2, uh, the closer on the new record, the chorus, the guitar parts still remind me of the stuff that we were right back then. Um, yeah, I think we, we might use some of those similar, like, uh, just, you know, our, our scales or just the colors of, you know, melodies we'll do on guitars. But in general, I feel like when Colin joined the band and full-time and did Down in Heaven with us, it just became a totally different band, and we embraced like uh, musicianship and more organic and uh, you know raw um, in the room playing a lot more. And that we followed that fork of the road that Twin Peaks was, and we're a lot deeper down in that forest now. Uh, so I, I think there's still a thread going on, but like this is this feels like our most honest record yet, and this feels like the most like nailing the essence of what the five of us playing songs together what that really is um that's awesome all, you know all other records we were writing in the studio and doing one thing at a time but this record we did it all live in the studio and we sang the songs live in the studio and we just you know really knew them before we went in there and everyone's totally involved in every part of every song we're gonna take a quick break from the interview up next we've got oh mama one of the tracks off twin peaks latest album look out low but keep on listening to 88.1 FM WLTL LaGrange. Cadian from Twin Peaks is not going anywhere. And you just heard Irene off Twin Peaks' debut album. And if you're just tuning in now, we are interviewing Cadian Lake James of Twin Peaks. Now, you guys have been making music for a while now, so how do you think your role in the songwriting has changed? Like, I noticed you haven't been singing on as many tracks in this latest album. There's just too many great songwriters in this band. And it's, I'm totally, I love it because I'm a big fan of everyone else's songs. And I still feel I get a little bit of my heart and soul into each song. And we all work them together. And I, you know, I get to play lead on most of the tracks. And, um, that's all totally cool. And my clay is just writes so many songs that are great. And, I don't write as many songs a year as I used to when I was 15, 16, 17, starting this band. Before Clay even joined the band, we had a bunch of songs that were mine, and that was a lot of sunk in. And then Wild Onion was kind of half and half, and then Down in Heaven was a little more Clay. And then Sweet 17, we managed to do a pretty even split. And then here it's everyone has two tracks, except Clay has four tracks. Do you have a uh, favorite track off the album? I'm not sure. It's a tough question. I, I like stopped listening to it for a while because uh, we've just been sitting on it for so long, and I was like, man, yeah. I can't, right. I can't yeah, keep yeah. listening to it before it's even out there in the world. But um, a lot of them are super fun for me. I really, 
really enjoy uh, Unfamiliar Son, one of Jack's tunes, just like really like catchy melody and it's like deceptively like a chill song. It's the fastest song yeah. on the record, mm-hmm. but it's somehow like the chillest one. Yeah. Uh, oh Mama's super fun. But yeah, I, also I love, love that all, like, one. The weird stuff too. Like Kate, my two songs were really collaborative with everyone else and the really psych craze that happened on Casey's groove is super fun and dance through it's just totally different for us and super exciting to hear and play. So I like it all. It's all really fun. Were there like bits of certain songs that you were like more or less fighting over? I know that you said you like split it up. So like, were you like, oh, I have to write uh, like vocals or like lead on like this one track? Uh, no, it doesn't get like that. Like it's not, we're lucky to have like not too much ego in our writing mm-hmm. or like, it's really natural. And it's just, you know, we're making demos and someone comes with the idea for their song, but then we run with it. And if you have like, oh, what if this happened here? If you're excited by something, we'll all go down that route with you and see where it goes. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But um, they're really, like, all very collaborative at this point. Even if someone comes with, like, obviously I wrote the chords and the lyrics and, like, I wrote the song, we still all arrange it together and it turns into Twin Peaks. Yeah. You just heard Katie and Lake James from Twin Peaks, only here on WLTL. Up next is Unfamiliar Song. You just heard Unfamiliar Sun by Twin Peaks at 88.1 FM WLTL. And we're in the station here with Kadian talking about his music and the album. So I got kind of a funny question here, but um, what do you all do to unwind while touring? While touring? Um, I like uh, putting on King of the Hill in the hotel room when I'm playing at the end of the night. Me and Colin check up usually. Uh, my computer's broken <laughs> now, though, so I'm kind of like, don't know how I'm going to be able to queue up King of the Hill any night. Uh yeah, I like it. Really, it's just like kicking back in the motel room at the end of the night and having a glass of wine or ordering a pizza. It's like that. But we, we just have so much fun on the road, and the unwinding happens once you get home, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. I have another question about touring. Um, openers from this upcoming tour, La 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 La, Post Animal, how do you feel that your music just like is compatible with the openers on your tour, and how do you... Work Everyone with, like, the is members. from Chicago, and we're all friends. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, um, yeah I wanted yeah. to say, uh, can I give you the chance now to promote any, like, underrated artists on the Chicago DIY scene? Like, anyone who you want to talk about? Um, Rookie's a really awesome band that people are still finding out about. Um, Modern Vices has been around forever, and they're putting out their second record after, like, five years. No way. Experience. Uh, yeah, it's been five years since they put out a record, so that's pretty cool. Um, the Knees are a really, really awesome band. Um, it's like kind of very angular, kind of like Palm or Women. The Hex, similar kind of genre, but they they had a really great record that was very up that alley, and now they're doing this like kind of devilish thing. It's like a fun uh, injection into the music. Um, Divino Nino put out a great record this year. Um, it's just like such a wealth of really great music coming out of Chicago. And all the bands we're touring with are really sick. And we're like, uh, I think back to the last question, it's pretty easy to be compatible with a lot of bands being in Twin Peaks because we have four songwriters. And we're just like part of our thing has always been that it's pretty hard to like box us other than just rock and roll. We'll be back with Kadian in a few, but up next we've got some of that very rock and roll right here.
off Twin Peaks sophomore album Wild Onion, we have Ordinary People. Keep on listening to 88.1 FM WLTL LaGrange to hear our exclusive interview with Cadian Lake James of Twin Peaks. We're back in the studio talking with Cadian about some of his projects with Twin Peaks and some other bands. How do you feel like the different projects of each individual, like you worked on Column and then there's Grape Tooth and all these other like offshoot projects. How do you feel like the inspiration from those projects could like come into play on all the Twin Peaks albums? Well, I think it starts with like the feeling that this doesn't sound as in canon with the music we write with each other. Uh, and it's, so it's like, am I going to A, force it into Twin Peaks if that's not how we're vibing on our music or B, not work on this music because I can't use it for Twin Peaks and that that they both seem like, you know, not the right way to go about it. So just like you write what you write and then you can keep it for yourself or if you find a way, you know, it was just the Collins thing was really exciting for me because the guys in Post Animal, I was living with them and they're just my best friends and uh, it just was a natural thing that happened and we were like, well, let's do something with it. You know, we sat on it for years. So it's just kind of very low pressure. Um, and I think nothing can like hurt Twin Peaks having side projects. It's just all for the benefit of like us making music with people and increasing our abilities and talents and stretching out and trying different things. And then that may sneak its way back into Twin Peaks or not. You just heard Katie and James of Twin Peaks. Up next is Dance Through It, the first single off of their new album, Look Out Low. Wanted You off Down in Heaven by Twin Peaks. And we're back in the studio with Katie and Lake James of Twin Peaks. So being on the block for as many years as you guys have been, do you feel any anxiety about this upcoming tour, like going to Europe and everything? Oh, no, not at all. I'm just really excited to be on the road. Um, we took way longer off between uh, touring after like Sweet 17 and this record than we ever have since we started touring when we were 18. Um, so, you know, after seven years, having like a year of not really being on the road much was really awesome in a lot of ways and provided a lot of time to work on relationships at home and kind of have a life in Chicago more than we ever did. But also, we all just really love traveling and touring, and it's always known since we left high school. And uh, I think we're all really excited to just be out there playing shows and revisit cities and go to make friends and make music and laugh and smile and cry. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I can't wait to see you guys in Chicago again. Yeah, it's going to be a really, really fun show. Twin Peaks playing November 29th at the Riv in Chicago. Now up next, we've got one of their songs that always makes me want to cry, Holding Roses off their album Down in Heaven. Keep on listening to 88.1 FM WLTL LaGrange because everything else is just radio. You just heard Holding Roses off Twin Peaks' album Down in Heaven. And if you're just tuning in now, we are interviewing Cadian Lake James, the lead guitarist of Twin Peaks. Now, I actually have a question for you about one of the songs on your latest album, Look Out Low. For those of you who don't know Twin Peaks, their first album was called Sunken, and on this latest album, they have a song called Sunken 2. I was kind of surprised listening to it because I was really expecting like that raw punk feel that you guys captured so well off your first album, but it's a lot more mellow than that. I was kind of wondering, was the name supposed to be like a nod to your roots or something? You know, it's not nothing too grand. Law. It's like 
it was the, the chord progression and the vocal melody was from a song that was called Sunken that predates the record Sunken. But it's got totally new lyrics, total new arrangement, new chorus. It just turned into this whole thing, but the nickname of the demo was still Sunken because that was the song was based off of. And then we figured we'd tack a two on there because it's not the same song anymore. But, uh, yeah, I think there is something to be said with, like, finishing this record with that. And, it's like, we're obviously ages away from where we started. And, you know, some people who really love our early work probably won't like or don't like our last couple of records, this new one. But then so many other people are coming in into the fold and enjoying what we're putting out now and can't get into our old stuff. And then, you know, probably the majority are people who were our age when we were putting out our first records and have grown up right along with us and may have gone in the same direction we did. So it's just, you know, letting the letting the music carry you wherever it carries you and not really fighting it too much. Do you feel like your audiences especially change then at that point? Like if you're putting out, you know, kind of the same building blocks, but like your music is going to change as you change, right? You know, through the years. But do you feel Absolutely. like... Yeah, um, but do you feel like the people who listen have like maybe, I don't know, evolved with you? Or do you feel like you see the same... I don't know, like type Same of person, yeah. yeah, always coming. A, a, a little, a little both. I mean, you know, the funnest thing is seeing people around the country who have been coming to our shows since we put out Wild Onion, like people we've seen for the last five years on the road, and they're five years older now too. And we talk to them at shows, and you know, now we're friends with some of these fans who are, you know, great people, and just knowing about their problems and how they grow, and that. It's like so beautiful and awesome to us that our music still connects with them and it means something for them to travel and see us at shows. And uh, that's awesome. And like, you know, just like universally, like a great example of like the power of music and friendship. Um, and then, you know, you're talking just about like the vibe of crowds. It's like, yeah, there's more older folk than there was straight up 15, 16 year olds than when we were playing kind of more punk music changed for sure but there's still younger kids who come out to the shows and it's still mainly all ages shows and an under 21 fan base because the youth loves rock and roll <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. well no matter what age you are we've got rock and roll here for you on 88.1 fm wltl lagrange you just heard katie and lake james give his thoughts behind the song sunken two and up next for you we've got sunken two Hi, I'm Katie. I'm from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to WLTL, The Grange, 88.1. You just heard Blue Coop by Twin Peaks. And if you're just tuning in now, we've got Katie and Lake James on the line, lead guitarist of Twin Peaks. Now, Katie, what does it feel like to be lead guitarist for such a popular group around Chicago? We feel like relatively regular people at the end of the day as well. You know, it's, if not even relatively, we feel like regular people 100 freaking percent. You know, we make our money on the road playing shows. And you have to love it. And we would not be able to do what we do if it wasn't for our fans. And also what kind of like, I don't know, we just, I think, are lucky to have all been raised in compassionate and empathetic like family environments. And we're all pretty relatable people and try to understand everyone. And like, you know, you see a band and you think you love this person's music and you're a fan, so you put them on some sort of pedestal. And it's kind of like breaking that down when you realize like, I'm just another artist and creative person and just just makes you stay grateful for everything you get to do and have love and respect for everyone. And speaking of uh, putting artists on a pedestal, what's one song that you wish that you had wrote? 
Like every time you hear it, like, damn, I wish I thought of those chords and those lyrics and everything. There's so many songs uh, like that. Um, I really uh, wish I wrote uh, all of Stevie Wonder's songs. I wish I was Stevie Wonder. That's a valid answer. That is a valid yeah, answer. He, he like played all the instruments and all that stuff for a couple of great records. He's a total nuts monster and like <laughs> so catchy and fun and rocking, but also like jazzy and has so much color. Yeah, I love Stevie. What's your guilty listening pleasure? Do you have any music that you listen to that's kind of embarrassing? Coldplay. I have a lot though. The first two Coldplay records, I mean, why is there a stigma? They are incredible songs. But there is a stigma against Coldplay, so I feel guilty about it sometimes. But then I remember, like, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. don't be afraid to show your spark? side. If it slaps, it slaps. Spark makes me cry. So would Coldplay be it then for you, do you think? Um, I mean, be pleasures. There's yeah. a long list. Uh, I've been listening to that Snow Patrol song, Spinning Games, a lot lately. Being nostalgic about seeing Snow Patrol back in the day. Oh, oh man. That one doesn't hold up as much as Coldplay, to be honest, but I've still been having fun listening to it. Just good times. You know, um, I was wondering, I heard that you mastered um, Calpurnia's self-titled album, and I was just really intrigued by that, because I know they're a band of younger teenagers, yeah. you know? How did you just, like, even meet them, and how did that, like, happen well, and go about? So I didn't master it. I actually, I just uh, produced it with them. Right. Um, uh, but I just, I, me and Finn had been in touch for like, you know, somewhere close to a year before that project, just because he was a big fan of Twin Peaks, and I heard that from a friend who was also on the show, um, and I, I loved the show, and I thought he was so cool, and I was like, dude, give, like, give me his number, let me just hit this kid up. <laughs> and we just started texting about guitars and gear, and just kind of nerding out together, and, uh, became friends through texting and then I actually got a call from their label and this guy's like so you know Finn's got this band and they were wanting to see produce their record and I was like yeah why didn't Finn just ask me <laughs> like of course I will do that that sounds awesome that's uh, really funny it was, it was so fun it was like I've never produced a record for anyone outside of co-producing with the guys in the band for Twin Peaks so it was going to, you know, I knew it was going to be a learning process, but it felt relatively low pressure because it was these kids' first experience, and they were younger, too, and they really loved Twin Peaks. So I was like, well, if you like our sound, then I can definitely help foster something like that for you guys. So we just had, like, a real blast, and they're really talented kids. And, you know, keep in mind that, like, Finn was writing almost all the songs at that point, and he was 14. It's, like, pretty, like, leaks ahead of his age. I was pretty shocked. Um so excited to see like where all of them go as musicians. Ayla is this other band called Ludic now, and she's like total protege guitar player, and uh, you know is getting her own success doing that outside of California. And I'm sure they all have exciting and awesome lives, and I was grateful to become friends with them. That's so dope that you would do that. I mean, I, I'm a high schooler too, and you couldn't pay me enough to hang out with 14 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I hadn't hung out with teenagers that much since I was a teenager, and it made me so happy. I was like, damn, like these kids are funny as hell. They like make total like little teenage jokes, and they're like so like little teenage. And the humor is like <laughs> ridiculous, and like I'm having a blast. It was actually so much fun, and uh, yeah, they were they were just like the sweetest, and they're also like 
you know, like little little brothers and sisters. Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah, that's really sweet. Where do you see Calpurnia in the future going? Do you think that they're gonna like make their own projects, or do you think they're gonna stay together for a while and just evolve? Who's to say, man? It's not my place to say, but I just think that we're all doing this if it's with one another or on their own. They're all gonna do a lot of special things. I think they're all artists, and uh, you know, yeah, it's got to be hard being their age and diving right into like because of Finn's success. You have a record deal, and you're selling out 2,000 cap rooms all over the country. You know, you never got to kind of warm up playing. Oh, yeah. Like, about yeah. the small shows and kind of grow up playing small shows and ease into it. It was like, bam, you're 16. Here's a 2,000-person crowd at your second show ever. Man, and that's true. Yeah. And traveling while you're still in high school and stuff, it's, like, just really crazy. So um, I'm sure that was a jarring experience in some ways, but also something that I'm sure they're really grateful for. So we'll see what happens next. I don't know. Thanks so much for yeah. calling in. We really appreciate yeah, of it. Of I appreciate the interview. It was fun. It was fun having all you guys chime in. Good questions. Appreciate it, y'all. Have y'all a beautiful night. Keep it real. Heck yeah, you too, brother. <laughs> and that concludes our show with Cadian from Twin Peaks. Be sure to catch them on November 29th in the Riviera in Chicago. And also, keep listening to Look Out Low. Stay tuned to WLTL always, and don't touch that dial. You're listening to WLTL 88.1 FM, where everything else is just radio.